everybody. I hope everybody is doing well. A huge welcome back to the Girlfriend Our podcast. I hope everybody is well and has had a fabulous bank holiday weekend and is probably still recovering, I'm sure. I know I am. I had such a lovely weekend and I felt like I needed it. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like this week, this is actually the second week out of lockdown fully for me in the Isle of Man so I think it all just took a little bit of a toll on me from the beginning of last week and I genuinely needed that little extra break so I hope everyone had a fab weekend and got up to lots of amazing lovely stuff and yeah it's happily recovered and getting back to normal life. (laughs) But yeah, I think the week I have had is genuinely going to tie in perfectly with what we have to discuss on this week's episode. Um, Because yeah, I've been feeling a little bit stressed. I've been super anxious from the beginning of last week. And I genuinely think it is to do with the fact that I am just readjusting to getting back out of lockdown. And with things going from one extreme to another, it does take a massive toll on you, a hundred million percent. So I think that has something to do with it, especially with it being the second week out of lockdown. I think, yeah, it really took a little bit of a bit of a strain on me this week and I know quite a lot of people have been feeling this way and just getting back to normal life really is just as difficult and I don't think you well I don't think people really realize but I genuinely believe that it is just as difficult going back into normal life rather than gradually building it up because you know we've had such a long time with being locked away and when you throw somebody back into that you know, full normal life again, it's it's going to hit you pretty hard and genuinely it's hit me pretty hard this week and I have felt the difficulties from that experience. But yeah, happy May as well because it is a brand new month and it is, we've done a whole month of the Girlfriend Hour episodes which is crazy. We This is my fifth recording I think. This is the fifth episode, which is crazy, um, but I can't believe we're in May already. Like, what has actually happened this year? Like, how is it May? It just feels like everything is going so, so fast and life is going and moving so, so quickly. Although I'm like, I kind of just want to get to summer because I am just ready for the summer weather. I actually can't wait. And today it's a little bit gloomy, it's a little bit rainy, it has been, yesterday it was awful, the weather was awful, I don't know about anybody else, but the UK, I think it was in the UK as well, the weather was actually awful, and I was just like, what the hell happened, because it was like 12 degrees, I was on the balcony chilling, like having a good time in the sunshine, and then all of a sudden it's like 50 miles per hour wind, and the rain is like in my face and it was like hailing the other day it's just honestly England weather like can somebody just can yeah we're just ready for the summertime vibes and actually I am so ready for a holiday I don't know about anybody else but so yeah even though it is May we are getting closer we are getting closer to that hot girl summer vibes in our bikinis away I'm just picturing it it's happening I'm manifesting it in my dreams 
and that is where I want to be hun so it's only about you guys but we're pushing through so yeah we are at the beginning of May and May it's perfectly tying in with what I want to do and what I want to talk about this week and I hope it carries on for a couple episodes as well but I know I have the podcast does really surround mindset and mental health quite a lot and we do talk about that gradually throughout all of our episodes but May is mental health awareness month I believe mental health awareness day may be on the 11th of May I know there's a specific day but I know the whole of May is mental health awareness month in general which is perfect because it ties in lovely with what I want to speak about in today's episode so let's not ramble and let's get straight in to this week's episode and because otherwise you know we're gonna go on a tangent and we really need to we really need to get into it let's just let's just get into it <laughs> so grab yourself a cup out or a glass of vino whatever floats your boat and let's get right into this week's episode just quickly before we get started, if you are listening to this episode, if you could screenshot a picture and post it onto your Instagram, tagging me at emilytod underscore with two Y's, that would be much appreciated. I absolutely love seeing everybody listening and tuning into the episodes and it fills me with a lot of happiness. So yeah. So yeah, I felt like in this week's episode, there was a lot of different things that I wanted to talk about, but I feel like we could talk about them for so long and we really need to narrow it down because it is such a broad um, topic of conversation. I've just hit my mic. I'm so, so sorry. I need to stop with the hand gestures. I, I don't know if that, that's anybody else. I just talk with my hands so much. Um, I think people notice that in my Instagram stories, I'm just like clapping, talking with my hands. I'm so like active, like with my gestures. So when I'm recording my podcast, it's just like so difficult for me not to hit the table, hit the mic. Oh God. But yeah, sorry about that little mic hit then. That was, that was, I do apologize because I know it makes a like proper annoying sound, especially if you're listening in with your headphones. But let's not ramble on okay let's speak about what we're talking about so yeah I asked on my if you are on my Instagram you will be able to get involved in the questions and the polls of the week that I ask which always are related to the topic of conversation that I do want to talk about and I do just want to relate it back to um personal anxieties especially sleep anxieties kind of social anxieties and just relating it back to this the shit we've been doing with covid to be honest i genuinely know how much impact covid in general has had but especially on my personal anxieties um definitely to do with my sleep and i had such a i've had a lot of issues regarding my sleep just in general and yeah I think I spoke a lot about things like that when I did my student life so I might have spoke about this a little bit in my first episode I talked about like my student life and my uni experience and I had quite a lot of issues surrounding that especially with my sleep and my anxieties when I did go to university and I guess that's going to tie in a little bit today but I've had I absolutely love posting my questions and polls of the week because I always can get into such amazing conversations with people and I've had such lovely discussions with people about certain topics this week and yeah it was so lovely to connect and have like that relatable conversation and discussions regarding such important 
situations that I are in my life that you probably don't want to talk about or they're not easy to speak about and I think that's probably something or one thing that's definitely going to be related and it all ties back to like my anxieties but my sleep sleeping problems but those sorts of things do tie into it and I think it's quite difficult to talk about because so but so many people it's great because I was um I was looking on the honestly I can't talk clearly today (laughs) this is not good (laughs) but yeah I was looking on the questions the polls and so many people I'd asked to kind of um share examples and so many people did and they are all going to stay anonymous obviously but it was so lovely to kind of be able to relate and see people like suffering in the same ways and yeah I just really kind of wanted I think that's going to be a great way to start off this um podcast today I just want to share with you people's experiences examples of the questions that I did ask on this week's um insta and insta posts so yeah let's do that I think if we start off with the questions as well it's going to help me get into the rhythm of things because sometimes we just need a little bit of a warm-up especially today I'm thinking so yeah so the first question that I asked on my Instagram last week was do you have or have you ever suffered from intrusive thoughts so yeah I think this is quite a deep a deep conversation I guess um and something that can be quite I think do you know what since TikTok's come about I don't know about anybody else but TikTok is so like so many people are so open and relatable and so easy to speak about these kind of topics of conversation and I've seen so many people talking about the anxieties relating back to OCD and I didn't actually realize until somebody posted a TikTok that these kind of intrusive thoughts and scenarios that I put it back to was slightly caused by OCD and not just anxiety it was an OCD kind of situation and I never really thought about it and I watched this girl's TikTok and it was it was really crazy to see because I was looking at it and I was like oh my god I actually do that but I'd never ever ever thought like that scenario was like related back to like anxiety and but all to do with your OCD because I was just thought OCD was like being dead clean like my sister's got like really bad OCD because like all her bedroom is so perfectly organized and she can't like move a perfume out of place whereas I'm not really like that at all I'm not very OCD like that I think yeah I'm probably a little bit messier than my sister um but I'm not kind of super messy in general but like that OCD thing I didn't really like think about it very much um I just I just didn't realize but I did do it so much and now I think about it I'm like that's so mental because I actually do do that so the OCD situation was before I get onto this kind of conversation so whatever the intrusive thoughts may be and I've got um some examples and some others other people's just kind of share with you guys but the OCD thoughts come from having an intrusive thought having an intrusive kind of thought when when you're out I don't really it's quite a difficult one to explain I guess um but I think you you know if you know and 
I'll give you a good example of what she did. So she basically had a, so basically every time this girl, so hers was like on a next scale, like I think she gets help for hers and it's, you know, it's more serious than others, but you can have it like mild, medium, like you don't have to have it this serious, but you can, you know, you can still have the same thoughts and it can still be related back to the same thing. So this girl, she would like hear an ambulance and every time she hears an ambulance, she must phone her mum and make sure she's all right, make sure it's not like going to her. Um, And I always think when you talk about these things, when you're not in that mindset or you're not in that anxious frame of mind, it always sounds so like ridiculous and bizarre. And when this girl was speaking about it on TikTok, I was like, it's such a brave thing for somebody to do because... um, yeah like I just related to it so I was like that's crazy and so many people have liked it and commented and I was like wow that's amazing because without social media and that's the great thing about what we live and where we live in now you know you can have these you can relate back to so many people and you can have these great conversations with people because people are open and being brave enough to share their stories on platforms like TikTok and that's when you're using social media to your advantage really and the best way to use social media I think but yeah so this girl had so every time she uses an ambulance she must phone her mum make sure she's okay um so mine personally is but here's what I like 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 level like she has to do it and it's it got really serious like it was affecting her daily life um and stuff like that and there was more extreme scenarios as well but mine was when I was thinking about this like so when I have an intrusive thought or a bad thought that crops into my head which happens on a regular basis it's almost like my dealing like how I deal and cope with getting it out of my head and dealing with it and just like but it also relates back to being having OCD so I like kind of touch my head like the top of my head with my fingers this is like so funny to speak about um like you know when you like touch wood like when you don't like like please don't like touch wood that never happens is that it sounds like a saying isn't it and like people touch their head isn't it and so when I get like a moment or I have a thought or I have a bad thought I always do the like tap on my head kind of thing um which yeah, is like really <laughs> it's a it's a such a small thing but it's like um it's a big deal to me and when uh even this is like not a a bigger kind of deal but when I see 11.11 the time 11.11 um you've got to make a wish and if I see it I'm not if I see 11.11 and I make a wish I'm not allowed to look back at the clock until it's gone to 12 because if it doesn't I've got to remake the wish all over again because it won't won't that is like an OCD kind of thing and I always just thought it was just me being strange like I just thought I was being weird but it affects me if I don't do it right and I have to do it like it's like not like a ritual but like it's such a funny conversation to talk about but it's like a big deal to me and if I don't do it then I get like really stressed out about it um and the same with the intrusive thoughts like if I get an intrusive thought and I don't like I always always make sure I do that anything that crops in my head but it depends where you are you know you could be talking to somebody and you get like an intrusive thought that just crops into your mind and you're there just like you know like pretending to like scratch your head but like it's a completely like it's an anxious thing 
that I do naturally and it relates back to OCD and having to do it um it's like and I now I think about it when she talked about it I was like that makes so much sense like because that is what it is it's like an uncompulsive action that I take every time no matter what it may be and it has to happen because it, it will stress me out if I don't do it um and that all leads back to the intrusive thoughts that I've had in my time and probably more recently or started probably when I did go to uni but yeah I just wanted to speak a little bit about that kind of OCD thing that surrounded it as well because I knew how relatable I found it and it was it was so yeah it was so relatable when I was looking at that girl um on TikTok and I was like I really need to share my experience with that because I think it's probably really common and it's just good to hear other because I think she had a couple that I was like oh my god I do that too um there's one oh my god this is so funny to share because I feel like it's such a difficult one to speak about because it can sound absolutely hilarious like when you're speaking about it (laughs) not properly but yeah I also used to do this one where I in the evening it's so funny to talk about these ACG like (laughs) oh god this is so funny so basically I did this thing where I, I do it a little bit now so when I was younger I think it all stemmed from when I was younger before I went to bed I always had to look under my bed (laughs) you know in case there was somebody there and um I did it when I so I don't have a wardrobe but mainly because I used to have to check in my wardrobe as well um but these were like really like serious like I'd have to like that's the thing with this like people think oh that's you know I check things sometimes but it's on this is like on the another scale where it's like you must like you're lying in bed and you like can't physically go to sleep until you've done this action which was checking under my bed or checking in the wardrobe I did went to when I went to uni I used to always check my wardrobe um check any spaces that I hadn't checked before going to sleep kind of thing in case anybody was there I know it sounds ridiculous but in case anybody was hiding um and anybody was there so yeah I still do that now although I don't have a wardrobe and I live with my boyfriend so it's a lot better for me and um, but especially when I lived on my own always checking under my bed and always checking my wardrobe and again that's the same situation and I'd never thought about it but always checking underneath my bed was um a childhood thing that happened as I grew older it's still like it kicked in but not as severely I guess and then the other one is making sure that the like lid on the toilet is closed before I'm asleep so if it's not closed and it's open I don't like it um it has to be closed don't ask like me why (laughs) don't ask me why but that is that is it and those are certain things are so silly they're so small like to other people it sound ridiculous and when you speak about it and I'd be shamed and I'd like speak about it with Kyle and I'd be like a bit embarrassed because I'm like I don't want to talk about this because it's so embarrassing I'm a 21 year old girl and you know I'm not you know I lived on my own for a long time I'm not scared like I'm a very independent person but it was less about me being scared and more about these this obsessive compulsive disorder like related back to my anxieties that just is the case and I didn't realize but I still do it now but I'm not as I'm aware that I do it 
but I know that it's going to settle me and I felt like it's it's not to a serious extent mine isn't personally and I know it can get to a serious extent and you do need to go um and speak to somebody about it and this girl was speaking and she takes medication and stuff for it and it's well cared for and well looked after and it's well handled and um, but I know lots of people have it and it's just not as serious and it doesn't take a massive toll on your life like that and mine doesn't but it's still there and it still is that annoying kind of habits it's not habits but that do happen in my life and I probably believe will always happen in my life and are annoying and you're like why do I have to do that but it's like it's almost like a must have um rather than like you know kind of think about oh god sorry that was just everyone <laughs> I think yeah that kind of OCD side of things is such an important one as well and I just wanted to briefly I've probably gone on about that a bit now but it's it's I think it's so relatable when I seen that girl on TikTok I was like I really want to make sure that I get that in there um, and speak about that a little bit because it does affect me quite a lot and it's quite difficult to talk about to be honest um but I really want to share and be open oh my god imagine if you would have told me like to share that when I was younger I would have been like absolutely no way Jose are you crazy um but yeah I think that girl who showed me on on TikTok it yeah probably helped me wanting to share mine a little bit more but back to the intrusive thoughts um yeah so I asked anyone if they suffer from intrusive thoughts and I also said that if you're happy to share some examples and open up and stay anonymous about it in the episode then you can and lots of people did and it was really great to hear because I wanted to see if anyone was like experienced the same as me and you had and yeah it makes me feel so much calmer about so, some situations that I go through um, in my life especially surrounded by like my personal anxieties but yeah 81% of people said that they do and 19% of you said that they don't so it's like hugely more like say that, that yes they do have them um suffer from intrusive thoughts and yeah they can be so mild to so extreme and depending on the kind of the scale that you are at um, but yeah, I'm going to share some now because I think I'm going to be able to talk a little bit about mine as well um, as we go go through, but I'll share some of them now. So the first one I had, and this is actually something that I don't um, personally suffer with, but I know that a lot of people have this, and this is definitely an intrusive thought that um, causes anxiety and affects people's lives daily, and I think a lot of my friends suffer from this and people that I know so I know it's extremely common but it is that everybody hates me or I've done something really bad for someone to hate me like an intrusive thought naturally that you haven't but you feel that way and it's like it completely takes over like in almost state of panic like everyone hates you and you've done something really bad even though like you haven't and that thought of somebody hating you is such an intrusive like horrible thought but it does cause so much fear and anxiety and sometimes I felt I feel like I can relate to that by thinking I've done something wrong um maybe not necessarily with some but just in general like I've done a task or something wrong that causes me so much anxiety and people think that's such a like maybe a small thing to think about and you know that might not be but it is like those intrusive thoughts that creep on you through day-to-day life like you know you're trying to get on with your daily life and those things do hit you like a ton of bricks and you've got to get over it 
and deal with it and yeah I think that that's such a common one for people and I know lots of people are going to be able to relate to that because I've no I've I know that's really common with friends and stuff like that um but yeah and for honestly everyone who's shared should be so proud of themselves I think because it's really um yeah it's so amazing to listen to you to all the stories to be honest it's it honestly even helps me so much but um yeah so somebody put so this is actually something that I suffer with really really badly um and it's quite a difficult one to talk about but this is something that affects me on my daily life and causes me extreme amount of anxiety anxiety attacks um stroke struggling with my sleeping um yeah so it is I have extremely bad fears of my loved ones dying even in really small situations so yeah I have this and I can relate to this like so so much and I had a really good conversation with this but like this is it's I think this is probably going to be a common one as well but when you're you're in that state you don't believe that anybody else has that or you don't feel like that is a common thing like I'd never think that but I'm so glad I shared and I'm so glad this person had been able to speak up because it's it's great to be able to kind of relate on topics that you think are your anxiety makes you believe that you are the only one suffering with that and that is not the case so yeah in very small situations um like that girl you know who brings the ambulance and has to make sure it's not going to her mom um I have intrusive thoughts when I hear things like ambulance and the people are out um not wanting to let them leave the house um being super like checking up on like this is things that I do to put myself at ease because I've had these intrusive thoughts um and not like the person doesn't know that those thoughts of are having you keep them very to yourself I think and um, especially in the night I struggle sleeping um because I get really bad anxiety attacks they mainly mine have um lots to do with me going to sleep I'm also slightly afraid of the dark I think I've probably spoken about this and the dark just sets off my anxiety um and things like not having the back door this is these are all other things as well but yeah so intrusive thoughts about loved ones dying in small situations especially when I'm kind of lying in bed at night and um, I went through this patch in my life where I just had this like fear but it made me believe like this was going to happen like you need to prepare yourself this is going to happen my mind made me believe that like something bad was going to happen to my mum and I I went through like I think it was about two months I would just be so like protective and this girl saying she hates holding grudges with people because she's so afraid of that kind of and death is always such a difficult conversation to talk about but hates holding grudges in case something ever happens to them and I feel the same and she said you know I can get fucked over by people but I don't hold the grudge because I can't physically let myself hold a grudge with somebody because my brain is like something's gonna happen like you know something's gonna happen to them you're gonna hold a grudge and you know it's gonna be all your fault and that's like such an intrusive anxiety such an intrusive thought that causes so much anxiety and I, I have that too and I'd be so protective of like always giving my mum a cuddle I was being so over like and mom, my mum's probably thinking like why is Emily being so like overly like loving towards me <laughs> although I'm very loving towards my mum but anyway uh, she was probably thinking what the hell is she doing I'm just being so like over the top but it's because my like a mind made me believe that 
yeah something's going to happen to your mum soon and you're going to have to deal with it and you need to prepare yourself so I'd like be preparing myself and um, and then I actually to get myself out of this situation so if anyone's going through the same I um to help me out of that situation and thinking those thoughts I actually um I actually told her which was like a big deal because I'd be like oh my god I don't want to tell this to my mom like it's like it's just you don't want to have to say that that that's the thoughts you've been having and it's just horrible and yeah and my mum actually was able to share stuff that she had when she was younger um and I shared the story with her and as soon as I shared and got out in the open we've spoken about it I stopped having them um I stopped having thoughts and they went and my brain told me like I went into panic mode and you know that's not gonna happen that's like your anxieties that's your brain like playing with you and yeah and it just it just helped me so much just speaking to her and she was able to say to me how when she was younger um when she first had us me and my sister and um, she used to have really bad intrusive thoughts and kind of panic attacks and anxiety attacks and she thought that the house was going to set on fire when we were babies and yeah she struggled with that so she could like relate back to like intrusive thoughts that she'd had they might not have been the same but they were similar and yeah just being able to speak out about it is so much better and I, I did struggle to say and I was like I'm not going to tell my mum and you kind of sat in front of her like so and it's just it's just difficult to say but I do relate to that so 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 much and I think speaking about it and getting it out kind of in the open and even though it sounds funny like getting it off your chest um and speaking about it I think I have some I found an amazing Instagram post and it kind of gives you some good things to do to help you combat this and I think that's one of them um, and don't be scared to speak out about it even probably just messaging in these sorts of situations just like your kind of stories is probably going to help um, and I know it would help me a hundred percent one of the other ones was if I'm walking down a main road thinking about cars hitting you or being in a driver's seat and thinking you can crash so easily like it's just such an easy kind of concept and you get these horrible horrible thoughts and uh yeah and I definitely suffer from that especially like I would always not want I'd always maybe detour from being on a busy road especially when I was in university and I hated being in kind of lots of traffic and things like that would scare me just because those dangerous things that can cause harm is probably things that do really like strike a chord and nerve with you those things that do cause kind of that harm do you know what I mean those dangerous things but yeah those although that's not like a dangerous but yeah I think if you understand you get it and and yeah and I think they can really you know with jobs and with work and getting to places like the other day I was in my car and I just had like a um anxiety attack uh that um oh, just you know this is such a difficult thing to talk about but I want to <laughs> oh yeah I this is a perfect example of another kind of intrusive thought um that caused a panic anxiety attack for me and I just thought about this because it had a lot of relation to cars but yeah so I was sat in my car having my lunch on a normal work day and I had a caramel <laughs> this is hilarious I had a caramel snacker jack in my bag and I'd accidentally put it in the fridge so the caramel snacker jack was like really strong smelling um 
and it smell a little bit like toast just imagine this okay so i'm in my car and i just like kept smelling like toast and i was like the windows aren't down like why am i smelling toast and i was like oh my god you smell toast when you're having a stroke so i'm driving for my lunch um and i'm smelling this snacker jack but i didn't realize it was the snacker jack and i'm like full on in my car and i'm like just keep getting these whiffs and then it just like hit me panic setting like pure anxiety attack I'm actually very good at combating it and I can get myself out of the situation anyway I literally like jumped out of my car like people must have been like what the, f- what the hell is she doing I jumped out of my car instant you know and that like gut-wrenching it just like sinks and you're just like in state of panic and I was like I'm having a stroke like I need to be out so people can see me I can't be sat in my car I've got to be out so people can see me on the road like if something happens to me and then I'm like, right, okay. And I'm like trying to calm myself down. And I like go to get my water out of my bag. And the snacker jack's like just in there. And I just pull it out and I smell it. And I'm like, so I throw it in the bin. And I'm like, just like in pure state of panic. And I just get back in my car. And I'm just like trying to calm myself down. And have to go home and not go back to work. Because I genuinely need to take a minute. Because I've just had this pure anxiety attack of that <laughs> snacker jack, you know. And I think Kyle gave me that snack attack to be nice. And it completely caused me a panic attack, an anxiety attack. And it left me extremely anxious all day. Um, Which, like, it left me so anxious all day. And that is what it it stemmed from. And it left me in, you know, those, like, nervous feelings. Like, your belly feels a bit, you're just in that state. I was just left like that. And it was all from such a small situation that had had occurred yeah I just thought I I had to share that because that happened to me so recently um and it took such a massive impact on me that day um and I know it can be so impactful on somebody's day-to-day life and I think I genuinely have been a bit anxious for the rest of the week to be honest Um, and that was from a very small kind of situation that someone wouldn't really think about but actually did um but yeah so that's another one but yeah I feel like I also want to talk a little bit about kind of the things that I've struggled with from sleeping and yeah so I this is such a difficult one as well but I asked, so I asked another partner the question, my story, um, and it was, do you have or have you ever suffered with sleeping paralysis? Um, I think they all tie in together, especially, you know, this started from university. I know a lot of people suffer with sleep paralysis, and a lot of people don't, but a lot of people do get sleep paralysis, and a lot of times it is stemmed from student life, university life, and people get it, which is it's crazy you know that kid that can set it off but it really does actually set it off in a lot of cases just being a student and living the student life and um, so 54 percent said yes 46 percent, so it was literally 50 50 basically um sleeping paralysis yeah it was like it was basically exactly 50 50 um yeah but so yeah it started off when i went to university um and this is something that was stemmed from my anxiety is in the, the personal situations that I was going through but it turned into like sleep anxieties which caused a lot of sleep sleeping paralysis and this is such a broad kind of topic I think as well um 
to go down and I think it's yeah it it really affects me so badly um, and I don't know if anybody else has the same kind of situations that happen but it does lead back to my kind of intrusive thoughts and they can kind of get involved in towards my sleeping but I struggle to go to sleep at night if I've had an anxiety attack this might stem and I can sense myself going into this like paralysis sleeping paralysis sense and it's usually I've had a bad thought or I've had a panic attack or but I actually suffer with sleeping paralysis and really really regularly I get it all of the time I think I just heard my little puppy my little pregnant sausage (laughs) she's going up the stairs but yeah I suffer with it all the time um I probably suffer with it weekly regularly very weekly and I almost got to a stage where I just was like to fall asleep I have to like go through a sleeping paralysis stage and if you've got sleep paralysis you'll know you fall into this like state of like it's either your body's asleep and your mind's awake or your mind mind's asleep and your body's still awake I think it's that one and which leaves you kind of you're either you can't so I get it my eyes are usually closed and you might I don't really see things but I can be put into horrible situations like I was in this kind of nightmare dream and that was in my student flat and I was literally like I was there like you feel like you're so there and these men were like creeping in and like coming to find me and I was like hid behind the door and it's so realistic and you kind of you wake up in a state of panic and it so almost sort of causes a panic attack because you are like to get out of it you're like and you're like heart's beating so fast it's like you run a, a marathon and you're kind of like you have to like it's like you're almost like forcing your way through like a door to like get out of that situation you're like you've got to push yourself out of the paralysis stage um and yeah I, I I don't even get like more at this point I don't really get any dreams I know a lot of people see horrible things and they can't get out of it people do it with their eyes open mine are usually closed and mine's just usually like I'm awake but I can't move um and I know things um that help me uh, is like wiggling my fingers and that's how you should get out of it is wiggling your hand your fingers and your toes rather than panicking and trying to like get out of it or trying to scream and trying to like get out of that situation because it's not harmful or anything I think a lot of people deal with it um, and I I think it's a difficult one to get over to be honest um it, it, I think it happens to do with not getting enough sleep but then I think my anxiety causes that because um often especially sleeping times if I'm going through you know even TMI but when I'm on my period I usually um go through more of an anxious stage in my life so then I get lack of sleep and then the sleep paralysis comes and then you get even more lack of sleep because you're going through that so it's just a vicious cycle you know we just go we just gotta get out of that but yeah so um wiggling your fingers and toes is a good way to get out of it and also I just wanted to share because I know a lot of people probably do suffer with this and it can tie in and it's it you know it's so important and it's not it's not harmful but it does affect me and cause causes a lot of issues with my sleeping pattern and um yeah I think COVID has had a such a huge huge impact on that massively because um my sleeping is not very good when I'm in co- when COVID happens when I'm in lockdown and because I'm not getting out and about um and then that 
kind of brings on my sleeping paralysis that brings on my anxieties and it's just a vicious circle I know a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that because um yeah you don't realize the smallest things that can it cause but um it can lead to bigger things um but I also wanted to just share that I had started a business kind of thing with a um an app called Clubhouse. I don't know if anybody knows about it, but it's kind of so. If you're interested, in, if you're into listening to podcasts, you might be into listening to Clubhouse episodes. They're basically live podcasts, and you can jump on and have your say. And they talk about very relatable um, topics of conversation, um, which is amazing. So I actually was on there speaking about business, and they were talking about, and I was kind of. I think it was like a health group that I was in or I followed somebody, and um, they were talking about, there was a episode playing in the morning, and it was all on sleep paralysis, and I was like, I'm just gonna listen, and they, there was about, there was literally about 80 people on there, and they all were just sharing their stories, and sharing how they can help um, get out of it, what stops it, um, helping them with their anxiety attacks, and panic attacks when they go into those states of mind, and it was so interesting to kind of just get other people's views, and see that so many other people suffered from it, and had suffered with it in their life, and yeah, it was really interesting, and I think with COVID and everything, it was, um, it was amazing for me at the time when I was listening, but if you are interested, um, it's such an amazing platform to get on and they talk about such amazing relatable things and I've been on some incredible groups um, but yeah it's great to just hear people's stories face to face and share and be open to each other and they're just being real real you know like um, like on here I guess but yeah I think I could definitely ramble on a little bit more about that and have such a lot of views on that but we are we go off on one and these episodes gonna end up turning into like an hour long I always worry like I'm going too long I'm like how long is too long because I feel like my favorite time of a podcast is like 30 40 minutes so I try and do that but maybe I should ask that question because maybe we should do them for a little bit longer who knows but yeah so I do have some really exciting things happening this month obviously it is mental health awareness and I do want to go into a little bit more um I wasn't able to finish all my questions I asked on my um Instagram this week but um I have an amazing girl coming who's going to be um I'm going to be kind of interviewing she's going to be speaking on the podcast and she runs a mental health kind of Instagram and she's also training to be a um I think she's training to be a counsellor and I'm in kind of talks with her and I think it's the perfect month, May is the perfect month to have these conversations and speak real open about them and I'm really, really excited to get her on so that's something to look forward to. Um, But yeah, I hope I hope this wasn't too rambly and I went on um, too much in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, before we finish, I just quickly wanted to share these little tips that I found on this amazing instagram called mental health support dot underscore and yeah it was really good so it was just ways to kind of combat anxiety so the first one was routine create a nourishing routine anxiety thrives on chaos and uncertainty uncertainty a good routine helps a lot which to me is massive because i you know i think change can cause a lot of chaos in my head and it does cause a lot of anxious thoughts um, and i think routine is 100 percent a way to come back talk don't be afraid to talk about your anxiety find a good support system try therapy um and that's something that I think I find obviously was I was speaking to my mum it really helped 
mindfulness, focus on the current moment, be in the present, schedule, if chores, phone calls or responsibilities trigger your anxiety, try scheduling them into the week, um, and rationalise, anxiety likes to pull out the worst, case scenario, reassure yourself as many times as it takes that you are okay, and I think that is something that I definitely did over the weekend, um, but something to remember, so yeah, <laughs> If you got to the end of this episode, I feel like it might be quite a long episode. Um, but yeah, thanks if you got to the end of this episode. Um, but yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I wasn't rambling too much, I think. But these topics of conversation, I think they're so broad and they can go off and they're so important. So yeah, it's great to speak about them and I really enjoyed getting them off my chest and I think it helps me vent and share and be open and yeah it really benefits me as well so I hope you enjoyed and I will speak to you in my next episode.